Okay, cool. Alright. We're live. <laughs> okay, welcome to another episode of Daddy Knows Death uh, with your host, me, GB Taco, the priest of the princes. The smartest man who ever lived. Shout out to my mother for creating the smartest man um, who ever did exist. Okay, we're going to jump into this episode because I need to describe, if I haven't already, um, um, some of the you know some of the finer things that happen metaphysically and um, you know I try to really simplify things so that everybody can understand it and get a clear uh, picture of like the metaphysical so that way they can start um, imagining the spiritual in a more practical way but there are some subjects that just you know like beg to be talked about just because I mean I don't know I don't know I just call it graduate level course shit so either way um, look, this is what we're going to get into is uh, the history, not the history of, but the actual manifestation of psychic ability and what the whole realm of the psychic, um, extrasensory, and uh, you know, how can you say the ESP, uh, the whole realm of ESP and how that actually works. So we're going to break it down, of course, into how simple. Um, it all actually is and then what are some of the tricks that people play in order to um, make it seem as if they have an ability that actually doesn't exist okay so what we're going to have to understand is that primarily things that involve the psychic hold on one second okay cool alright <laughs> alright cool had to pause the video for for a moment all right when we're talking about the psychic okay when you're talking about psychic abilities um i understand that everybody wants to imagine something like um a superpowered being being able to like uh levitate you know conjure fire or electricity things of that matter um we're going to get there but we have to understand some of the basics about how uh this you know psychic and psychological realm works and in order to do that, we have to, we have to first, uh, well, like I always say, we have to talk about energy, frequency, rhythm, uh, and because these are the components that actually drive all uh, energy and matter in the universe. But you, because the energy drives the matter, the well, and the rhythm drives the energy. This is why we have to understand energy, rhythm, and frequency. Uh, certain by certain frequencies that exist okay so understand it like this um, large companies similar to RCA or Sony they have to employ scientists that study the Sun why do they employ scientists that study the Sun It's because these scientists I think they're mowing the lawn outside and that's like causing uh, a problem but maybe it's not who knows let me lower my let me lower the video a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think this works. This works a whole lot better. Yeah. Right. This works a whole lot better. This is good. This is really good. Okay, good. <laughs> Alright. So, alright. So, scientists have to study the sun because um, in order to understand the frequencies of the energy that are coming off of the sun, there's a large amount of electromagnetic energy. Uh, 
what they would call cosmic energy things like solar wind just the frequency of the amount of sunlight that the earth receives this um, has an interference in the microwaves that 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 are used in radios you know uh, telephones and all communication systems so you have to study the Sun because basically the photons that hit the earth they they interfere with the electrons in microwaves so when your radio is screwing up and you can't talk to somebody about, or you can't talk to somebody on your phone who's however miles away it's because of the fact that the signal is weakening because there are just so many other energy fields that the signal has to pass through and this is why uh, most telephone companies you know use cables fiber optic networks um, and you know radio wave and microwave communication is really limited from cell phone to tower and then from tower it, you know the signal passes through underground cables all right this so they study the sun this is because um, there is an energy frequency that the sun does put out that interferes with the gathering of electromagnetic and higher levels of energy um, you have to understand it like this okay within um, the human body within every human body and within every plant and like flower tree in the universe there is something called chlorophyll and in the plants and there is something called melanin in the humans okay my <clears throat> melanin isn't something that's only restricted to um, dark-skinned people you know melanin is within well it's actually within all peoples because it's necessary in order to synthesize the light that comes off of the Sun you're going to need melanin and but however when it comes down to actually dark-skinned people the difference between uh, dark skin melanin and the regular melanin that you find in everybody else is that there's a significantly higher concentration of melanin being produced by the pineal gland that runs through the uh, central nervous system of dark skin people's bodies and this is why uh, their body produces a darker pigment it's not because they have more melanin that they have a darker pigment but it's because of how can you say the frequency it's I think you know scientifically and biologically they classify it as a different level of melanin a different kind of melanin um, however the, the reality is is just that it's it's where the melanin is really placed in the body and how much of it flows through not just the central nervous system but every you know like neuron capillary blood vessel uh, lung you know cell things like that this is what causes the expression so uh, it it is and it isn't a level of how much exact uh god damn it i'm looking for something or that i know i had like right next to me uh oh well we'll we'll worry about that later okay <clears throat> we're all right so we're discussing the chlorophyll within trees allows trees to synthesize water sunlight and um oxygen in in you know those three elements the chlorophyll can synthesize those three elements into a sugar in order to allow these plants to live all right so here's the key okay in human beings the skin can synthesize sunlight water and oxygen just like chlorophyll however there 
you know it produces vitamin D which is a protection against sunlight and in some other human beings the uh, you know the melanin also produces a sugar so it's sort of like a feel-good substance so this is why so many black people love hanging out in the Sun just because their bodies have adapted to be able to produce um, a sugary you know feel-good substance just by being out in the Sun because of melanin being able to synthesize sunlight water and air and I want to get into the conversation about sunlight, water, and air. Because um, at a higher level of understanding the esoteric and human um, physiology over time, okay, uh, so many anthropologists would want to tell you first off that there's a such thing as human evolution and that somehow uh, random apes were able to evolve into what we call human beings today just randomly. And you know, and it's obvious that this is just a scientific theory that does not seem to be well held up when you actually look at the data of a lot of what anthropologists have to propose. And the and the reason why a lot of their data is wrong because first off, they suppose that uh, there seems to be a track of growth within the you know realm of nature. They believe that human beings are somehow a part of this, you know, nature of the world and that there is an um, upward escalating track of growth that nature all, you know, you know, goes through. Like um, all seeds become big trees, all little cubs become big bears. Okay. This is not the case. All right. What's happening in nature, and I have to specify that nature and humanity are two different things. All right. Um, a lot of people confuse it and they believe that you know humans must have must have been aliens or space aliens must have fucked with humans in some way because we just don't seem to be as in harmony with nature as every other uh, creature of the earth there is a reason for that uh, but we're going to have to get into that much later and this is why we have to open up a uh, spiritual text so it's better not to talk about that until we have more scientific evidence what I'm trying to stress here is that uh, the in nature the way animals evolve in nature first off animals don't evolve in nature they only adapt to nature they only adapt to conditions in which nature changes and even on the larger scale of things it is not necessarily the animals that are going undergoing an evolutionary process it would be better to understand it that uh, human no the earth itself is actually undergoing an evolutionary process and then the process is never evolution the process is always a cycle it's not a straight line up it's always a circle it always comes back around it, the left is the right and the right is the left so the earth is going through a continuous series of cycles in which point there are there is like with any cycle the birth the growth and the death so the earth has gone through many phases of what the earth is and many different cycles and because of which there are many different creatures in which the earth expresses not that you know uh, within you know the realm of the earth now this is why you have to understand that humanity is different from the earth alright because a if the earth like the way most anthropologists want to put it to you is just a group of animal kingdom animals and some of them are just lucky enough to win the evolutionary lottery and the survival of the fucking fittest and, not, and that and that bullshit that does not seem to hold up in the in the true harmony of nature 
if it's so true that uh, that this is the actual course of Earth, then why, why, why do you not see any monkeys being able to talk? Any monkeys being able to use significant weaponry, significant tools, technology? You know, like you would think that with an octopus that has a larger brain than a human being, that an octopus would have since developed a jet ski. You know, it doesn't seem right to just walk around, uh, you know, underneath wa the water. I would have invented a submarine. I would have invented a jet ski. Uh, you know, if they claim if they, that these, all of these animals are so evolutionary, great. It's, it's obviously not the case. The reality of the matter is, is that humanity is significantly different from all animals. Okay? And this, this is what we have to understand why. Okay? And this is the main reason why we even look into scripture and um, why we have to open our Bibles in order to understand how the world works. Right. Now I remember where I put that thing. Man, fucking. Uh, I'm, I don't I don't want to I don't want to stop the show or whatever just because I remember where I put some shit. But God damn it. It just came to mind just now. Crazy. Anywho, let's get back. All right. We look to scripture in order to understand the way the world works because we have to understand that in scripture it is written that uh, the mother God, the God that created all that is the universe, the heavens and the earth. And remember the universe is composed of only two elements, the heavens and the earth. Well not just two elements of course, it gets far more complicated than that but to simplify it there is the earth, the physical earth that you stand on and the heavens that are above you, quote unquote. So I say, quote unquote, the heavens are above you because the reality is the earth is not flat. Uh, the earth is an infinite plane, so there is no way to determine what exact shape the earth is. And, you know, the earth is an infinite plane, uh, but I would say the earth is upside down. The heavens that you see above you is actually the hell that's below you. And um, this is going to be explained because the deeper you dig into the dirt and you go and you find your ancestors, the closer you get to the heaven that your ancestors used to have rather than the hell that you live in right now so you know it is not your in your favor to want to ascend higher above you okay what's what what we're understanding is that in scripture the goddess mother that had created both the heavens and the earth put human beings on the earth put human beings on the earth and this is what we have to understand in a spiritual sense and um, we have to understand it in a spiritual sense because many of the documents that the scripture is referring to is not referring to the physical reality that human beings uh, you know think that they're living in right now especially when you want to talk about you know Adam and Eve and how did humans actually populate if it only began from Adam and Eve this is where you have to change your understanding of humanity from the way you read it in your scientific textbooks at school and you have to change it to the reality of what's in the scripture that and and not just because the scripture says so but because we can study the science of the reality that we see today and understand that this is the same way that human beings came to be okay so if just like anything that develops, you know, they develop from a cell and that cell separates into two, the two into four, the four into eight, etc, etc, etc. 
you know, this is this is also the growth of Adam and Eve. Okay, the, what the scripture wants to try to make it seem is as if that um, Adam and Eve were a man and woman that like had sex and populated the earth that way. When there's when you read the scripture, you never hear any stories of sex between Adam and Eve at all. I mean, you actually hear stories of sex that happen between other characters in the Bible, but never Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve never had sex, no, because they're hermaphroditic spiritual entities. You know, meaning they had no physical body by which to determine whether or not their sex was male or female. So they could just populate themselves through a process that we see in nature today called... Oh man, I can't believe I just forgot the term. Oh man. I'm such an idiot. How did I forget this term? It's such a, is it mitosis? Is it mitosis? Mitosis? Is that what happens in nature? When the cell splits off? Mitosis? I feel like I should, I should, ugh. I, you know, I should have, I should, I should reread my books. Anyways. Yeah, cellular mitosis. Is that correct? Cellular mitosis? Not meiosis. Cellular, yeah. Through a process of cellular mitosis, okay? Through a process of just being able to A, uh, sexually reproduce, meaning that far, 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 long, 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 long ago, human beings were all asexual creatures and we reproduced in, an, uh, in a way in which uh, a flower or an amoeba would reproduce and we just split off into two. Um, this is how human beings populated the earth and this is the description of how human beings populated the earth in scripture there's no sex mentioned okay like sex is really a recent invention in humanity's history but um, only recent in the sense that you have to give or take um, a few hundred thousand years if you want to call that recent so you know like we, we what we have to understand is Humanity did begin as these spiritual energy beings that we imagine our minds ascending to. We, we began as that and over the course of being on earth, on the physical earth, we became more worldly, more physical, more flesh-like. And the fleshy body even separated itself into male and female. And you know, this, this is the way that we live as human beings today. You know, we have to speak about Alright, I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but I'm, we're going to come back to um, sunlight, water, and air. We're going to come back to that. Alright, going off on the tangent, alright. What has to be understood, and I'm, I may have to continuously repeat this in different episodes, is the fact that um, sexism came before racism, and that has to be understood. There was sexism before racism, meaning that men sought to dominate women before men sought to dominate you know other men and the world itself through whatever systems isms and osms that people believe in 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 the process of men seeking to dominate women is really the source of a majority of the problems that stem between the relationships of men and women and um, the relationships that we have here within our society so let's let's talk about a few of those issues that we that we do have okay um look because of sexism because of you know and this is where men should really listen to women about the fact that um 
sometimes the attitude is just revealing of the fact that you have low self-esteem and you're very insecure and a lot of men should really take that to heart because because of sexism men are driven to uh, a point of insanity that causes women to become cursed okay so what I'm talking about is is this right like let, let's say you know what you know what let me just use a personal story okay personal story when I was younger and dumber um, I felt like it was necessary for me to somewhat pay back my girlfriend at the time uh, of over some money that she had spent on me in the relationship and as such you know I ended up going overboard and you know renting a really fast car and wrecking it alright I had to sit back and take a look at myself like what the fuck you know like you know George you you you're, you're a complete fucking idiot why did you go above and beyond for you know for this person and put yourself in this level of risk and this level of danger I mean everything worked out in the end however I had to really think to myself like what what the hell am I doing and you know, it came, it, it came to me that because I wanted to put on the illusion, put on the image of what a macho uh, alpha male is supposed to be, you know, this guy uh, who has the money and picks up the chick and takes her out on a very nice date and drives a fast car, you know, I, I put myself in a position to be made a fool of. I put myself in a very vulnerable position that, uh, you know, if I had more self-respect and better self-esteem at that time, I just wouldn't have done it. I just wouldn't have done it. And, and see, <clears throat> that's the key. That men do too fucking much. Men do too fucking much in order to try to convince other men that you know they're with a good woman or and and they try to put on this illusion of what this uh, macho alpha man is to women and women can see right through it and it just makes the man look like a fool and you know I'm glad I learned that what you know when I was way younger and I didn't just grow into that kind of persona but there are those type of people that grow into that persona and live that life unfortunately so what you have is that uh, especially here in western society here in america like i don't know man uh this you know the woman does not seem to respect her brother like especially with you know the way like you know his behavior is in him trying to so somehow continuously prove he is a man like i guess i guess men don't have um such guarantees that prove their power and uh, freedom as a man as a woman does because you know for a woman there are some like very hard guarantees that you are a woman and you you know I guess are blossoming into your character there's you know like there's puberty there's menstruation there's you know having children marriage things like that there are very like hard reality guarantees and for for men I guess they don't they don't feel as if they actually have a a place in the world if they can't seem to make themselves useful or if they can't seem to show off to other people that you know other women do want them because you know it's easier for women to establish their place in the world and the fact that you know they're necessary their character 
their persona is necessary in this environment. It's easy for women to establish that, but it's not so easy for men to establish that. And because of which, this is where you get the machismo, alpha male attitude for men that are trying to somehow establish the identity of manhood that um, was always an illusion to begin with. And it was always an illusion to begin with because in the womb, um, all embryos start off as female. All embryos start off as double X chromosome until I believe there is a point in the pregnancy in which an added chemical comes into the embryo and changes it to an XY chromosome. You know, this is how this is. So it is to say that all men come from women. You know, like both spiritually and physically. All men come from women. And so this is why it is described within um, Holy Scripture that it is the son of the great mother of the universe that has sought to take over his mother's power. So this is where the concepts of, um, you know, like men seeking to dominate women come from. This is where the concepts of uh, men always seeking to have power come from. This is where you have these realities in, you know, that mirror the way it was written in scripture, you know, that said that uh, there are those who will seek to take advantage, uh, you know, beguile, mislead her, you know, misguide her, etc., etc., etc. And what they're describing as her, she, is the soul, the spiritual form. And the physical world is that which takes advantage of her, that which, you know, like manipulates and that which lies to her in order to create a false home. And in, this is where you have to understand that you don't have to believe in the Bible. You don't have to, um, well, you don't have to believe in anything, okay? But you do have to believe in yourself, all right? You do have to have an understanding of who you are as a person and above all else you need to be able to love yourself as a person throughout any situation, okay? Uh, there, can't, there can't be a time in which you feel inadequate and so to make up for that inadequacy you want to um, portray an image of somebody that you're not or somebody that you just shouldn't be. And because of that image that you portray, you, you know, you put yourself in a vulnerable position. And so this is where, this, this, is, this is where it's spiritually accurate to say that those who are in a very extreme position of power are also extremely vulnerable. Uh, you know, these things, you know, come in pairs. You know, power and vulnerability, intelligence and ignorance. Uh, the darkness and the light and these things come in pairs in the universe so those who are the most powerful are also the most vulnerable people and because of their vulnerability this is where they develop attitudes that uh, not only beguile their original character but this is what I'm talking about this is where you know um, men have eventually put a curse on women because <clears throat> they seek because men seek to have this power and this domination this is where they put the curse on women and because women have been cursed they've gone crazy trying to live in a system that doesn't empower the woman as it's supposed to and see here's the here's the funny part about it 
in order to break generational curses like, like I keep saying we gotta keep going back to the root cause of the problem and the root spell that was cast that is causing the issue that we live with today and in order to continue to unravel these curses throughout history uh, you know we have to first begin with the family um, the times that the family lived in the information that the family had access to the type of world that that family had to you know live in fight in you know breathe in in order to understand why uh, that curse gets stronger over time because like I said curses get stronger over time not weaker and the reason why curses get stronger over time is because the the ignorance level of humanity is really like you know on a one-way scale and it's just going up and this this is because this like misunderstandings the image and the uh, the perception of of the truth will continually get distorted and because it gets distorted the you know um, you know like people become more ignorant and they get further and further from the truth and knowing what the truth is because once you know the truth like like I like to say the truth needs no defense because the truth knows all and the truth doesn't even need a shield for which to guard itself because there is nothing that defeats what is the truth and he knows all so this is why I say knowledge is the perfect impenetrable shield because you don't even need to defend knowledge you know and once you have knowledge it can't be taken away from you it can only spread and grow so it is the perfect shield because once it's there in your head it can guard you from about anything in this world so uh, okay we're going back into understanding why um, you know the truth gets you know misconstrued over time and it should be pretty obvious why the truth gets misconstrued over time everybody's played you know the telephone game everybody spread rumors that have turned into just outright lies uh, over time uh, you know everybody you know thought that things were one way because it looked like one thing and then it was actually another thing when they looked twice you know this this is the nature of reality that it's possible to perceive things one way and this isn't the complete reality of what that thing actually is and because you may not have applied any other mental focus or acuity to learn the truth of that thing you can then go on to pass ignorance and pass more ignorance and pass more ignorance and pass more ignorance it's like a xerox copy you continue to make copies of the copies and copies of the copies of the copies eventually you're going to destroy what the original document was entirely and this is indicative of what you read in scripture when it says that malice is the nourishment of the world meaning that ignorance you know evil uh, you know dark heartedness things, things like that are pre prevalent and strong in the world because the world is really built and focused to be a pain and a burden to mankind you know mankind does everything within its power to achieve uh, not only a harmonious level of power over the earth but also a harmonious level of you know like sanctity and uh, synchronicity so as to uh, you know make make living good for for people you know on planet earth you know mankind does its best to make living good for itself you know there's no other animal 
that invented clothes you know and mankind invented clothes for the sheer sake of you know the earth isn't the correct temperature I need it to be at certain times and I don't feel protected from this or ABC because so I need clothing in, in order to adjust my experience my life here on earth and so mankind continues to do that with everything it is because uh, you know mankind and the earth you know it's it's almost like mankind and the earth have to you know have to become married and over time mankind and the earth are you know to you know to be to be wed with one another in the sense that you know if these are two entities fusing together into one um, over time uh, mankind becomes more physical and more worldly uh, the earth itself then becomes more spiritual more you know advanced and so there's a higher frequency of mentality in the earth itself and the this the secret with uh, my understanding you know like why ignorance why pain why suffering and why do we have to break these generational curses is because the core reality of the truth that created the world and the core reality of the truth at how this is all ending or how this is all going to end quote unquote um, are one and the same okay they're one and the same the ending and the beginning will be one and the same for everybody who's worried about uh, the doom and gloom for everybody who's worried about you know how the world will end it will not end it will just begin again and the way that the earth began is the same way the earth will end the, the problem is is that uh, through all the ignorance that people have and through all the through all the bad ideas that people have made entire entire sciences religions and communities out of for all of that it only slows down time and it prevents us from finishing this ritual that is you know the universe okay so I know I was talking about a tangent okay right right I got off the tangent because I wanted to get back on uh, like the understanding of what sunlight <coughs> water and air is like okay like I said before so the sunlight the water and the air are extremely corrosive substances they're extremely corrosive substances to um, any um, material thing on the planet because of the sunlight because of the water and because of the air you can almost guarantee that any material on this planet will corrode and um, because of that that is almost like saying you know there is a God that makes sure that you will never be bigger than him um, while living on the planet earth if not for the wind blowing in your face or if not for uh, the water you know washing you away the sunlight will always beat you down and all three of these at once will you know orchestrate a way to defeat you and so this is why you have within plants animals human beings uh, and and added you know bioorganism melanin that can synthesize specifically water sunlight and air into a nutrient well, because what you don't see well hmm you actually don't see it in a lot of other creatures that are uh, you know because they don't have melanin they don't seem to have that evolutionary advantage to be able to access different planes of the earth the deep water the land or the air you know not all creatures are blessed like this so this is how you know 
that melanin it's in and of in and of itself because of the ability to synthesize some of the most powerful substances that are on the earth is a god creation and um, it's a god creation because not very many if any other creature on the planet has it uh, you know especially not to the level that human beings have it and anthropology doesn't want to seem to answer this you know thus this is why they can never find the missing link between whatever they call you know the cro magnet man or the caveman or the monkey and the look man it, this is why it's all dumb this is why it's all dumb because what we're talking about here is the reason why we open up our Bibles and we look at the scriptures because there is a reality that all geologists do admit is that there was a time in which the earth was heavily flooded there was a period in time in which the earth was heavily flooded and it could have been very impossible for there to be much human life if not for the changing of the Earth's, you know, uh, geological patterns, um, the polar ice caps, water levels changing, you know, and this had to, this was the beginning of the restart or rebirth in humanity. See, there are always phases of birth, life, death, rebirth. There are always, there's always the infinite cycle of Earth. Remember, everything on Earth moves in cycles. So, it's it's like how can I how can I best how can I best put it down alright everything on earth moves in cycles humanity is not of the earth but humanity is an earthling what what I need to what I need uh, what I mean by that is uh, is the fact that there is no other there is no um, alien there is no like creature from planet Nibiru or planet X or there are no Pleiadians that have populated the earth no 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 everybody and everything is right here is right here and is right here within this infinite plane that we call our earth because in different periods of time you know across history the earth was called many different names and and so this is just different phases of the same land the same ground the same plane the same planet that we're living in right now this has, you know, this has to be understood um, in order to start to piece together history. And now, and now, once we piece together history, we're going to see that the track of history for humanity has been a declination from the original God Goddess form that humans had into the transformation of the into the transformation of the human being that we are now. And this is this is why we we use these elements that we pick up from holy scripture in order to start to explain you know why human beings are the way they are now and where the source of these problems are um because you know like i said we're using this to break generational curses and so we may not have the all the tools within us to break a generational curse but because we can read different sources of information, we can talk to different people, we can all tell our stories and you know we can cross and compare, we can all scientifically find a way to break the generational curses that hold us and because of which this is how we evolve, truly evolve as humanity because the only true evolution is mental evolution like there's never going to be um a superhuman you, you know there's never no there's never going to be a superhuman there's never going to be a super race 
of people because there only is one true kind of mental uh, evolution and it's mental evolution and it's not the mental evolution in the way you think it is there, there it's not, there's not going to be no group of big brain people um, that are just going to be better than human beings there's not going to be no Professor X or uh, Magneto okay see the evolution of humanity is actually the evolution of imagination the evolution of science the, and the evolution of technology and these are the true evolutions because these are the these are the things that we use to fight against the earth and its infinite cycle that tries to corrode us to dust honestly you know the earth does everything in its power to corrode humanity to dust it really doesn't do many favors for humanity is when you really think about it so you know we as humanity use our intelligence we use our imagination we use science we use technology in order to uh, build a better world around us because of the fact that, you know, no, humanity is not originally of the earth. You know, we are of a higher source of energy, you know, and we find out the reason why that is is because it's written in scripture that we are children of the true God. You know, and so, you know, it's indicative in the very, in our very biology and the way that we can adapt to the, uh, to to the earth and and in and all its various weapons that it will try to destroy humanity with um, there is a Native American legend and I can't seem to remember the correct tribe because it was a long time when I went on this you know just a tour of the Grand Canyon and some and the tour guide had told us a Native American legend about those who lived in the Grand Canyon in which there was a point in time where there was no sun and no moon and the sky was in a perpetual you know state of like twilight and a perpetual state of sunset there was no sun and no moon um, this is just a legend of course and most people just think that these are just tall tales in these stories but what you have to think about if these are just tall tales in these stories, then you have to think about well, why are these people lying, and what kind of, and who, and who just comes up with a story like this out of nowhere? You know, like I think because of the way that we live in humanity now, and there's so much ignorance to pick up on that people would just outright lie and make up tall tales. They wouldn't realize that in a more pure society, you actually would have less lies and less uh, falsehoods. So something like saying that the Earth, there was a point in time where the uh, sun didn't exist in the Earth's atmosphere, well, you know, that this is correct. And then when you actually look into the works of Eric P. Dollard, who, um, it, you know, is a fantastic scientist and pretty well known in the engineering and energy, uh, uh, energy physics section of, you know, the world and the Internet. If you look into Eric P. Dollard and the work that he has done in, uh, in understanding the sun, you'll find that he says that the sun is hollow, meaning that the sun really isn't there. Meaning that um, at the level that the International Space Station is at, about 200 miles above the Earth, when they look out the window, they shouldn't be able to see the sun or the stars. And this is why uh, Eric Dollard has given presentations that are on YouTube in which you know he has given the anti-relativity presentation in which he says that Albert Einstein is absolutely incorrect and this is the reality of energy energy waves and uh, microwave radiation because these are very big fields to study 
you know, in physics because this is the basis of technology that we use today. The technology that allows us to, you know, record a podcast, record a video, Instagram Live. This was all based on the energy theory research done by scientists of, you know, two or three hundred years ago and the observations that they made. And so Eric Dollard is one of the few scientists who has uh, decided to pick up the classical mantle and, you know, actually push the science of it forward. Um, what I'm saying, you know, is that n I'm not a scientist the way Eric Dowd is a scientist. Um, I'm a scientist because I'm a metaphysicist and an eschatologist. Uh, you know, mostly an ontologist. And, you know, I, I decipher uh, the purpose of meaning and I decipher why things are the way they are. I decipher the whys and the how of the universe. If you need to know why something is in the universe, if you need to know how, something came to be in this world that we live in you know then you can ask me these questions i wouldn't be able to answer many scientific details about the sun or electromagnetic radiation without pointing you to another scientist who i know is pointing you to the truth uh you know so you know that's that's my job that's why i'm the smartest man in the world because it's not so much about knowing everything but it's about knowing how to get to the truth and uh, not everybody has a direct path to the truth and not every and well and the path that most people try to make to the truth is very fucked up and you know there's a lot of hoops that have to be jumped through so you know my path is very clear and direct that's what I'm saying so I only speak the truth because um, my path to the truth is very clear and direct and I try to lead people to that exact same truth okay be and it's necessary that people understand the truth because what you don't know is that uh, there's nobody else who's going to be able to lead you to a path of love, self-love, understanding, and community, you know, when, at least for the next two or three hundred years, because on the way that things are going to change, look, hu humanity, people, have to make a decision, and they have to make a decision in which they're, are they willing to trust their government? Are they willing to trust the powers and the decisions of these men behind these walls? And because, you know, the Russian people don't seem to be too happy with the war in Ukraine. Ukraine is winning this war and it's making Russia look very bad. Not only that, there have been many economic and technological sanctions on Russia, which is taking its economy. So the people can't be too happy about that. So how long are you going to agree to allow Putin to rule you as a people? You know, so, and all people are going to have to be forced to face this decision with all of their governments because there's never any one group of people who's satisfied with government. And then there are people who say, well, that's just the nature of government. You, you know, that's just how it is. But, you know, no, that's not just how it is. There is a better way that you can change things and, and also be able to satisfy everybody equally. You know, this is why I like to say, no, Egypt, I'm not kidding when Egypt had, when I say Egypt had a perfect society. Egypt had a perfect society. Egypt had a perfect society because they knew that you have to focus on the strength of piety and you have to focus on the strength of knowledge and the strength of love in order to design, uh, you know, a better humanity. Look, you know, you won't have a good life unless you have a good society. You can't have a good society unless you have a well-educated people that knows that society is the only thing 
that is going to make life worth living. Once you have people who live in a good society for the good of the people, for the community, then you have an advanced society that is actually has a purpose and a place for everybody. So that way you don't have the have these things called capitalistic lies, government, you don't have to have money, you don't have to have concepts of wealth, uh, you know, skewing the reality of the way people have to live. So, so this way, in this perfect society, there is a place for everybody and their skills. Like, because unfortunately, this is what happens now. You'll find somebody who's like, what, uh, a rocket scientist working for NASA for the last 30 years? And you, and, and you ask them, oh, wow, you're, you're a very smart individual. Yes, but uh, well, what is it can you contribute to the community? If, uh, if the power went out in your neighborhood, you know, for at least a month. You know, if they couldn't supply clean water to your neighborhood for a month, what would you be able to do to help your community? Very few, few people have the answers to this. It's because they're only living in a society that works on the image and the surface level of what it means to fulfill a human being. And because of that, they've never actually, you know, understood who they are themselves on the inside they don't understand how the world works around them and thus they're they're afraid they're afraid of the world around them they're afraid of the outside they're afraid of things they don't understand they're afraid of things they can't control and they all feel like it's you know it's about to come crumbling down crashing down and you can't fix any of it because they themselves don't actually have a purpose in their own life and you know this is this is the reason why you have science established the way that it is because they actually don't see the reason of purpose in life they only see uh, the physical they only see you know because the physical is but one percent of the full 100 percent of the universe there is more 99 percent spiritual than there is physical but because they only see a small percentage a small amount of what the larger truth is they run with that small truth, that small nugget of truth, and their, you know, their ignorance gets, you know, gets even bigger as their uh, mindset and the way that they see the world becomes more narrow. And you know, that's that's just the way it is because the way the way science is set up right now, if you try to look at thermodynamics and the principles of thermodynamics, is you know, everything says that oh, everything burns and burning seems to be the only energy that we've ever been able to harness and because of which uh, you know there's only a finite amount of anything for blah blah you know it's all crap okay you know it's a whole bunch of science that fails to take into the realization that the earth operates in waves as all waves operate in cycles and thus all energy operates in cycles and so what you do is you take advantage of cyclical energy systems instead of energy systems that are meant to uh, burn away drain use or misuse any other source of power you know but like I said it, you know it's a society that's based on domination you know degradation control of other people and other elements and it's not based on harmony and enlightenment to be able to grow you know the strength of the people and so this is why th this is why 
I, I, you know, I don't foresee there being another human society as great as America in the future. And, you know, things are only going to become more problematic. And the reality is, is that um, the powers that be are really trying to, you know, succinctly wrap up uh, the whole world in a bubble. And, you know, everybody's been talking about world, one world government. You don't necessarily need a one world government, but you do need um, everybody on the same accord, especially when they communicate through the same lines of communication. All right. So it's not necessarily a one world government, but it will be a one world Internet. And through that is how they're going to establish uh, governing the people. And well, you know, you already see right now how the Internet is inexorably linked to your wallet and your wallet is inexorably linked to how well you can live life how well you can live life is inexorably linked to your self-esteem see so you see how the chain of control is developed and how it's going to continue to develop in the world for the future so uh you know this is what's going to happen there won't there won't be another person that emphasizes that there needs you need to take the time to love it and understand yourself you need to take the time to love and understand the world around you okay that means that you need to be able to look into what you don't believe in as much as what you believe in okay because all of us you know can attach to a system of beliefs and those beliefs could easily be based on a bad idea <clears throat> that's making us ignorant and and makes us weaker as people so the one thing to prevent being you know outright manipulated mind washed brainwashed mind control what what have you is to actually have the mental fortitude to think one way and think the other to be able to uh, read the Bible and read the book of demonology because surprise surprise they were both written by the same person uh, when you're talking about King James you know King James was a really wicked motherfucker and so what you're going to understand is that in this world there is no good and there is no evil there is only what is and everything is what it is and it's all right here it doesn't go anywhere and it doesn't come from anywhere it's all right here and what we're doing as humanity and what we're doing as human beings is trying to fold refold and refold again the world in different ways that are best for our well-being and best for our understanding and best for our growth um as as we do that we are faced with an enemy and we are faced with the peril we are faced with the enemy called time we are faced with the peril of ignorance and uh these two things work in tandem in order to weaken the scope of humanity's vision, humanity's understanding, because time creates limitation. Okay, limitation begets death, you know, and envy. You know, like, you know, because because limitation begets envy and, you know, and death, uh, then, you know, supremacy, limitation also begets supremacy then once you have supremacy you're going to have you know control you're going to have war you're going to have difference you're going to have you know anger you're going to have why you know why Cain and Abel fought each other as brothers you know even though there are brothers that gave God an equal sacrifice you know God himself gave the perception of one sacrifice being more important than the other and this begets 
a constant cycle of war throughout humanity, a constant cycle of conflict. And and so this this is why like truly breaking into higher levels of psychic realms, damn, I don't think we ever really got into the psychic like that. But we'll get more into the psychic. Oh yeah, no, 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 Ooh, no, 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 no. We're, we're we're gonna go through this. We're gonna go through this because I don't really put up many of these vids and shit like that. You know, even though this is like a daily podcast. But no, we're gonna go through this. Look, man. Screw all those tarot card reading, palm reading, mind reading, death medium psychic. Screw all those bitches. Okay, they're lying because you know here here's how it goes. Okay. Being able to control your perception is, is the way that they control your thoughts. The way that your thoughts are uh, formulating in your brain is indicative of your brain's chemistry. If your brain's chemistry changes, then your physiology and your body changes. And so this is how a person can become addicted, not to a drug, but to an idea. Understand this. This is how a person can become addicted to an idea because the thought generates a brain chemistry that brain chemistry generates a physiology that that person likes okay so you can become addicted to an idea and so usually what psychics and grifters do is that they try to find what that idea candy is to you uh, most people want oh a good life oh I want children I want cars I want wealth and you know they they they're gonna get you addicted to brain candy you know they're gonna get you addicted to pleasures of the flesh first right so they're going to tell you, oh, hey, uh, mm, I see something in your fucking future. And it seems to be like you might have like two kids and you'll be married to a wonderful husband. And you'll, you guys will have a nice, you know, crib and some nice cars. Oh, I see some nice cars. Like, how, how the fuck does a psychic see nice cars in the future, bro? Like, like, come on, man. If she was a good psychic, you know, she wouldn't say anything like that to you. And if she was, if she could, look, the only reading any psychic can give to you is a reading that says that you need to believe in yourself and 100% only yourself okay like there is nothing else that a psychic can give to you a fucking reading that is just mind control because it's easy to play with you know mind candy that'll get you addicted to a bad idea and it'll get you addicted to things that'll that are pleasing to your ego things that are pleasing to uh, the image that you have of yourself in your head but it doesn't actually add to the benefit of who you are as a person and it won't help to develop your character so it doesn't matter if you're like man I just want to talk to my dead you know auntie just to hear from her one more time you know what a psychic is going to do they're going to take advantage of your low self-esteem because first off the dead have nothing to say to you you're the one suffering being alive Okay, so, you know, there's nothing that the dead just, oh, I just need to leave behind a message. No, you're the one that's suffering. Okay, the dead have since moved on, and you need to allow them to move on by not bringing them up again, especially not allowing some fucking medium that says that you, they just speak to the other side. And it's so crazy, because why, why does everybody's dead family want to talk about, uh, oh, oh, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Like, and none of them are burning in hell. None of them are burning in hell, bro. None of them are giving you a message from the other side and being like, yeah, man, we're chilling with the devil, Hitler, and a couple of other terrible people. Man, I'm in hell, bro. You know, so everybody's just in heaven doing fine. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. And they all have these ridiculous messages 
to leave behind like bro no the dead don't leave behind messages because they have nothing to say to you you know like you cry for the dead while the dead cry for you you're the one who's suffering in life you have to decide for yourself the type of energy that you want to bring into your world if you think that that's going to help you you know maybe a psychic could help you man I mean you know you know, the powerless always think that weapons are an advantage, I suppose. You know, um, weapons are just tools, you know, but, you know, but the powerless always think that, you know, going, going to go get, you know, a psychic or going to go get um, other people to help you with spiritual readings is an advantage and this is something that can, you know, help you in a sense. It's like, I understand that you create tools in order to help you farm right but a psychic reading is not a tool that is going to help you evolve especially not mentally all right because it takes you outside of the inner understanding of yourself and why you exist okay so this is why I always emphasize that people cross the death gate they need to cross the death gate because it is the gate in which you understand that you will die alone. You're going to die alone, but that's okay because you need to understand the fact that you exist within your own universe and the entire world that you see outside of you is just a reflection of the world that is within you everything without is a reflection of what is within you're going to understand this uh, as well as I beat it into you you know after you know lesson after lesson after lesson episode after episode after episode here at daddy knows death so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this hour uh, hopefully hopefully I answered some questions if I didn't please ask me more questions I'm here to help as many people as I can to figure out what they need to know about the world remember I'm a scientist that answers why and how it's my purpose not only to give my people an impenetrable shield of knowledge but I also want to give them an unbreakable sword because it's not just enough to have a book and it's not just enough to have the knowledge you also need that sword even though the physical is just one percent of the spiritual the physical is a very powerful one percent and it seems to be that the 1% is always more powerful than the 99, isn't it? That's, that, those, we'll, we'll, we'll have to come back to that in the next episode. We'll think about, we'll think about why, why that is and we'll have an answer for you in the next episode. But once again, thank you. Thank you for listening as always. This has been Daddy Knows Death and I'm your host, G.B. Taka, the priest of the princes, the smartest man that ever did live. And uh, like I said, you know, this, this is a show about death dying and therefore the knowledge of life and how to live a better life and how to understand what is your life after you enter your coffin. So once again, GB Takung, thank you so much for listening. And uh, tomorrow, maybe day after, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, no. It's when I really feel like it, and I've been feeling like doing this a whole lot more. You know, 21 episodes in, and hopefully 2,000 more. All right, bye bye now. <laughs>